Hello, everyone. Welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And you're listening to episode 48, bitch. That means we're two episodes <laughs> away from 50. Yes, and which is half of 100. get this. The 50th episode is going to be on our what one year anniversary because we're about to be one years old. We tolerate uh, up in this bitch. Uh, hey. Yes, yes. <laughs> What? You know what? I was just like, we really got, we got a good back and forth going here. And there you go on some dengue shit. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. But you know what? It's good. It's good because like you said, it's episode 48. We got a bomb ass show coming up. Um, what you do this weekend? Um, This weekend, I did absolutely nothing but wash dishes. <laughs> Yo, you always, <laughs> your parents really should just hire you. I basically am hired. Because <laughs> you do dishes more than any person I know. And now my little brother was a dishwasher. Well, I was going to say, that's debatable to them. To them, I don't do no dishes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They always get up your ass about the dishes. I'm like, I, you be in the kitchen when I come in sometimes. You, be, I'm in the kitchen <laughs> doing dishes. And I never see dishes in your sink. You're doing a good job to me if it, if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what time you did my dishes? I ain't even asked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I went to Scranton this weekend. You did go to Scranton. <clears throat> God, it was it was just I don't know. I'm sorry. If you live in the six, I'm just sorry. Like that's Wait, all I got to say. Was this you went to Scranton? Didn't I work at Tara? <laughs> no, that was, that was like, last weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm what? tripping. <laughs> no, no, no. I um, I went to Scranton this weekend. I got vertigo. Um, <laughs> Fun. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, yeah, I got vertigo because like when you're driving in the mountains, when you get to a certain point in Pennsylvania, part in Pennsylvania, you start looking and it's like mountains everywhere. It's just it's hard to focus on the road because of all these trees and like your eyes just have to adjust again. Oh, God. So I start getting d- dizzy and I felt like nobody was on to me. But then all of a sudden my car would jerk and my mom's like, Iman. I'm like, I'm fine. And my mom's like, I can drive. I'm like, sis, you had a stroke and like your right side is like, no. no. I think we better with me in the seat, me and my vertigo. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. you get vertigo after having a stroke. Come on. Let's be real. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Like, not TMI. She, I told her this to her face. I'm like, mom, I will drive up us off this fucking road before I ever let you drive. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just, it's just not happening. But I can't do the mountains. Like, they had weird names for their road, like Bear Creek Drive and Mountain Drive. Oh, and I'm like, no. why are you naming shit after bears and mountains? Like, that scare me. Like, why bear? Are there bears? Like, I know why be. mountain. They say mountain road, you going to clean up that mountain. So, it was cool. It was at least nice to be around my family. I don't know why they chose to live there, but... <laughs> yeah, that's a weird-ass place. Especially to be black um, yeah. and to be in Scranton. I just felt like a lot of Make America Great Again vibes going on. <laughs> I truly did. Um, also, we went and we saw the Flatbush Zombies. <laughs> How'd you feel about that concert? It was very fun. Like I said on Twitter... Um, th- like, it's in my top five favorite concerts. Um, the visuals, like, I know, because I've seen another independent artist before, and, like, I feel like independent artists take stage presence, like, very seriously. Yeah, because they're 100% responsible for yeah. it. They don't have somebody pumping out ideas. Exactly. And, like, I saw an independent artist named Emily Autumn, and, like, she, her sets kind of reminded me of Flapper Zombies, where it was, like, very, like, interactive, their sets, and it was very reflective of, like, their current album, past albums, and, like, they're just overall, like, aesthetic. And so, their person, like, what yeah, they're going through in their life. Yeah, 
It's good to know that when you're talking, you can kind of tell what space an artist is. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell one of them is in love. You could tell one of them is, like, really, really loving the fact that they could be themselves. You could tell another one is really, really struggling or, you know, beating mental health right now. Like, yeah. once to, like you could just see. It's nice where you could see exactly what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. So that was decent. But them sweaty-ass crackheads in our audience. <laughs> they fans. The oh thing is, God, I love them. They time. stink. They fans is on some shit. Like, I never... When I tell you, I've been to, like, metal... Sh- like, shows where, like, the artists literally on stage is like, I want you to beat the shit out of the next person next to you. Like, I've been to shows like that. And, like, I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. Like, niggas was fucking throwing up. People yeah. was passing out. A girl died. Um, <laughs> Yo, then just, on, I hope Shorty okay. Shout out to the <laughs> white girl that died yesterday. <laughs> yeah. The weird thing is her eye opened a little bit. I felt like we made eye contact. She probably was like, God has afro. <laughs> But then the weird thing is, like, we were, like, sitting in the audience, and then all of a sudden, a force field went through the crowd. Niggas pushed me. And I'm like, I am not a small person. (laughs) How the hell I flew like that to the other side? I I still don't know what it was. I felt like Thanos landed, (laughs) like, in the middle. Because... I'm used to mosh pits, like, being, like, if there's going to be a mosh pit at the show, it's, like, in the middle. Eric. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Eric is walking over his bed right now. Yeah. Like, on some Mary Poppins shit. And I'm just like, okay. But, <laughs> but um, it's, like, the shows, I'm used to, like, mosh pits, like, just being in the middle and, like, the people on the side are not affected we by were it. Yeah, we you're was safe. Was nobody was safe. Right. No, yeah, nobody There's so safe. many sweaty children. And this one girl had her afro my, her, I mean, her hand going all up and down my afro, and I felt like it was oppression. <laughs> I 100% felt like she was like, oh, you know what? What oh, is? Because I get to be in this tight space, let me put my hand all in this girl here. I turned to her. I was like, would you like to get by? Would you oh, like yeah. to get by? Was that the girl that we was about yes. to um, rough up on? Yeah, she I'm like, you got to move so on fucking by. lucky that I wanted to see the show because, like, people, I've, first of all, I don't know. I can't name. There's only probably one other person that's been to as many concerts as me. Nobody could fucking out concert me. <laughs> oh fucking K. That's true. And you go to a lot of concerts. I go to a lot of fucking concerts. Like literally every year I go to a concert. Since since like 2000, like shit, probably like since like 2004 or whatever, I've been going to a concert go like to more every concerts year. Than anybody else I know. So I know the fucking games. This bitch comes up and talking about, and we're like at the front. Like if you've ever been to a concert, you always know there's like a bar when you're at mm-hmm. the like very front. And this guy is saying like her boyfriend, boyfriend yeah. was like, um, she needs to breathe. She needs some air. Trying to get up in the front. But and today, I, the same air that's right where you standing is up here where I'm standing. It's exactly. the same air. And if you really need air to the point you about to fall out, they go to emergency exit, bitch. It's like, I don't got nothing for you over here. I don't got huh? no oxygen for you. Like, go somewhere else. Try to get over. I didn't understand what they were saying. And then when they were asking you, I'm like, they got the right one. If they think that you going to let them. They were literally looking at you. And then I was laughing because when you curse the guy out, he's walking away. He's like, one day you're going to need someone to do something nice for you. <laughs> I'm like, and they're not going to do it like they've been doing my whole life because I'm, oh, a, yeah. black, I'm a poor black bitch. So oh, Yeah, and then he said, no, that's why nobody likes you. <laughs> that's not true. I was like, tell me something I don't fucking know. It's like, true. But what really got me cracking up was like, that guy got smart with us. And then this white guy who I was for sure hated us, <laughs> he turned around and was like, I'm riding. It's something <laughs> He said, I, I got I want, your back. He said, yeah, he said, I got your back on this one. I said, damn, big boy, we're not talking about throwing hands, but 
nice that we got some, like, you know, alliance up here. And I was, like, going into the show, I was nervous because I am familiar with their fan base. And I was nervous. I'm like, those are, like, people that I usually don't mesh with. I know. But I'm like, I we have, don't mesh with we know, I don't mesh. So I'm like, but we have one thing in common is that we really, you know, love to play for the zombies. And, like, the show was just, it was great. I'm going to pay the extra money next time. We going to be in VIP next I time. I have to be tucked away. Because they that, are great performers. And the show's not that expensive to the point where if VIP would be, like, Beyonce levels, like, you paying a thousand dollars, you would just pay, like, maybe fifty dollars more. And to not be touched, I'll pay a lot more than that. <laughs> because, like, I'm like, you sweaty, nasty bitches. Why are you touching Y'all stink. Um, I smelled so many scents. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's someone's body. Like, sweaty no ass. Fucks was then this white guy shook his hair, and I felt that <laughs> shit on me. And I was like, Come on, <laughs> let's go. And I'm like, Sabrina, this crazy bitch brought me into this white space. And I just was like, I felt attacked. But then every time they would come near us, I'm like, yes. Like, I'm here. Like, I'm seeing our guys. They had AI jerseys on. They had yes, jerseys they really on. did that. I in different it. colors. Like, oh, it, was so I lo- it was such a great. And they sound exactly like on the CD because I was watching an interview with the Breakfast Club this morning. And they were saying that they don't use MP3s. And like, a lot of times when people see, artists they play the song in the background and, and then they, they just rap over yeah, yeah they rap over it which is like lazy you're not yeah, performing it's, it's lazy it's karaoke and yeah and like Meech was like um because Charlamagne tried to say something like oh well you know they can't dance and do stuff and Meech was like figure it out and Beyonce you does it so yes the fuck you can exactly but um all right so let's fucking show <laughs> great great show and let's get into our phase four right now we gotta keep it quick because we went in for you know just our quick short intro but um our four favorite animals this week yes love the animals. i don't know what, no, <laughs> that, what animal makes it was no animal <laughs> <laughs> what anything makes that noise <laughs> shit what do i know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what's you first okay so my Favorite four animals. First, we have to be uh, bats. What? I love... <laughs> Come on now. Start with something cuter. Bats are so fucking cute. I love I've been bats. fucking scared of if, bats my whole life. If I could be an animal, I definitely would want to be a bat. Like, I, I know people that look so... like bats. Like, in their face, they got, like, babies, actually. They look like bats. Yeah, <laughs> I think... Like, <laughs> They're so adorable and also like they're like a staple in like goth like culture. So like that's why I like them also. When I was a kid, I would get mad that uh, bat cartoons and bat animals didn't look alike. I think that's what bothered yeah, me. Yeah, you like they face... you always have a stuff that just don't make sense, but it's just like no. It's I you. Would, I remember like seeing like Halloween bats, so, like oh cute, and then you would go <laughs> see a bat like on National Geographic, and they face look like chewed up gum, and you like. But there's different types of bats. They're all hideous. Ah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> but um, <laughs> but my second favorite animal is a cow. Mm-hmm. I fucking love cows so much. Like I cannot wait to see. Cause I haven't been to like a farm since I've been vegan. I feel like it will be very emotional. Like me going seeing. I know that sounds so over dramatic, but it's so bizarre to think like you're seeing an animal and you like I do not partake in your death. Like does it? <laughs> I feel the same way when I look at humans sometimes. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, I don't I don't partake in your downfall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, you're living because of me. Like, that would just make me feel so Yeah. I mean, crazy. that's yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, I love cows. And like I feel like, well, I feel like they fit in the same uh family, like bison. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one of my favorite animals. But yeah. they're gonna go 
cow slash bison. Yeah. Um, dogs. I fucking love dogs mm-hmm. so much. I would fucking die for dogs. Like, <laughs> I really love dogs <laughs> so much. Like, I just can't. Like, when I go to, like, because um, I had an interview yesterday, um, a job interview, and I walked past a pet store going to the place I was interviewing at, and I was looking in the window, and, like, all I saw was cats and no dogs. And, like, I got sad. I'm like, I wish it was, like, a dog in there. But, like, I just love dogs so fucking much. Um, the last one is bears. Um, that's I, a shocking one. I didn't I love, think you would say bears. I love bears. There, so I wish that I could actually be around them. Without Maybe you should go ch- on Bear Creek Road and sprinting then. <laughs> without the chances of me being murdered. Because um, I was watching uh, Grizzly Man, which is a great documentary. Have you seen it? No. I thought that was a show. No. So Grizzly Man, he was like so obsessed with bears and like... He would go to like this park and like he he named some of the bears. He would just like hang out with them. He would really be talking to them like how you talk to your dog and stuff like that. Um, they mauled him to death. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember watching it with my dad. My dad, he crazy as hell. And in my head, I was thinking, I was like, I kind of get it. You know what? Because <laughs> I always feel like that. Like I always say this. Like I know it's such a crazy, but I'm like, if an animal like try to kill me, I'd be like. It's- Come on. Like, I just feel like... Um, gonna disagree. Um, <laughs> Life of Pi. There was a clip where um, Pi thought he was, like, getting real close with this... Uh, um, with this tiger that his friend, uh, that his father owned. Mm. And his father told him that when you look in to this tiger's eyes and you think you're seeing compassion, mm-hmm. only thing you're seeing is your own compassion reflecting back at you. So that shit taught me right there. When you look in the animal eyes and you think they love you, bitch, you're seeing what you want to see. Yeah. This animal think you a snack. No, real <laughs> shit. And that's how I feel about bears, even though like I just fucking love them so much. And I want to watch... I haven't watched Grizzly Man in a while, but I want to watch... Like, I felt like crazy because I was watching it and I was watching documentary. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking crazy, but like, I get it. Like, sometimes you fucking don't want to be around fucking humans and you just want to go in a park and fucking talk to <laughs> wolves. And it was like this scene where a wolf nah, like really. a wolf I'm like be alone. <laughs> a wolf took his um hat. And he was like, "Hey, get back here, Iman! You will lose your fucking mind." <laughs> That's why he did because he fucking did. rest in peace, Grizzly Man. Anyway, <laughs> better people have died. That's some shit. He got his girl, his girlfriend chasing after his ass up there. She, she got, got murdered too. <laughs> That's what her dumbass get. I'm sorry. I'm the girlfriend. First of all, it be people dying in car accidents, things they can't control, but you went there? Like, it's not like we don't got biology books that tell you bears don't fucking like humans. Like, they don't. That's why we're separate. So, yeah. Sorry. My first favorite is a horse. Wait, are you done? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, yeah, horse. I love fucking horses. Um, also love unicorns, but <laughs> some people like to say they aren't real. Um, so I love horses. Always did. My whole life. One time I rode a horse, but I felt really guilty about it because I was like heavier. <laughs> it was when I was a big girl still. And I'm like, that fucking horse probably still got back issues. Um, but yeah, I love horses. They're just so beautiful and free. Especially the ones with the bangs. Like, ugh, love them. So cute. Um, cats are my second favorite, which is funny because you said you're dog and cat. And I think that's our personality. That really is. <laughs> um, but... When I say cat, I mean all cats. I mean cats, household cats, lions. Obviously, I'm a Leo. I mean tigers, pumas, wild cats, like all of them. I love cats. I love the attitude of a cat across the board. Like, if there was ever a boss bitch animal-wise, it 100% would be a cat. True. Third is dolphins. Um, I just 
always thought they were really, really pretty. Um, my mom used to buy me a lot of stuff when I was a kid with like horses and dolphins on her, aka had, well, like Lisa Frank had a lot of dolphins yeah. and horses, so she would buy me like a lot of stuff like that. And I had really a porcelain uh, dolphin thing. Also, I remind I'm I always feel like I'm kind of a dolphin because I smile a lot, but dolphins <laughs> smile a lot, but they kill her. So I read I was watching yeah. a documentary. I was like, if you ever see a dolphin coming at you with a friendly smile, it probably wants to murder you. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> So similar. Aren't they the ones that had a teeth that's like brooms? That's like, um, it's like a lot of them. It looked like a broom. Like, I think it's... Um, um, I don't never felt like their teeth look like brooms. Come on. <laughs> and finally, flamingos. Because, yes. again, they are beautiful. Oh, I've been... Every time I want to go on like a vacation to like a beach, I only want to go... Um, to a beach where flamingos are on the beach because I want to see one so bad in person. They're so gorgeous, so pretty. And again, I feel like if I was an animal, uh, like every every person ha- looks like a bird, you know? And I think that's the bird that, that I true. look like. Fuck, it's- I said I should I should have said giraffes too, but oh fuck I yeah. do love giraffes and elephants a lot. But okay, we love animals. That's the point, you know? So now it's time to toast for assists, and we have three people that we're toasting to this week, all right? The first is going to be the first black mayor of Georgia, which is Stacey, a- what's her name? Abrams. Shout out to Stacey. Just when you thought Georgia couldn't get no more black. <laughs> we was like, hold, hold my beer. <laughs> we got something <laughs> else for you. Because it was like Atlanta just has a black um, woman as their mayor, and now they have a black woman as their governor, and it's just so cool because she's in her as 40s. Governor. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her 40s. Like, come on, sis. Do your thing. Toast for you. Also, we want to toast for Normani, and you shouldn't even have to wonder why. She is just, like, honestly, whatever she do, like, I like I, I know I do need to listen to her music more, but, like, I, her the support is there. Yeah, and I, I listen to her music. I love her music. But she gives, she's, we haven't had a superstar since... Rihanna and honestly a dancer superstar since Beyonce yeah. that has been the last and Lady Gaga you know yeah. Lady Gaga gave us all those things too but I feel like Normani will be the first real superstar who is the whole package mm-hmm. that we're getting right now and that's very exciting she fucked that billboard performance up she is and how she, the hell she flip on her shoulder and she dark skin like she is up. dark skin and her energy is there she has no angst about this energy I mean, about this industry. It's like Beyonce. She does remind me of Beyonce with her energy and her yep. poise, where she's just like, whatever you guys got, I have more. Like, it's I, just, want, she I was knows it. itching for her to get out that god awful group. I liked Fifth Harmony Bops, but I can tell it just was holding her back. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't even feel like that with Destiny Child. Like, I did not feel like Destiny Child helped Beyonce back no. at all. Well, part, mostly because she was a leader, but. <laughs> but I just felt like all the other girls were just like bricks. Who don't remember them? Who yeah. are they? I only remember them one because um, Blue Ivy told her, as, you know, oh, yeah, oh, who I fucking hate her voice. Jesus. Wait, I thought she had a bop out. <laughs> you define bop. Um, you know That's what? That's that girl that said, Havana, mad is it, Havana, Havana. <laughs> Watching you do that made me feel like, who is this? <laughs> she angers me. Yeah, you know what? I hate it too, just because of that. But um, also, we wanted to give a shout out to Sephora now. Sephora is doing something so cool right now. They're actually offering free makeup classes to trans and non-gender conforming uh, individuals. 
Let me just find a quote here. But the reason behind it was so bomb. They were pretty much saying that a lot of like trans women or trans people who want to learn things about like makeup, they don't have a safe space where they can learn about mm-hmm. it. So they wanted to um, find some this a program that was free. So you can just go online. Look up the closest Sephora that offers this program. You can book it and you can find a space where you can work on the things you want to learn. Because I know for a lot of trans women, they may not have had the... Facial feminization. Yes. And Mm -hmm. also, like, we grew up, like, a lot of cis women, we grow up with makeup being in our lives, our whole Mm -hmm. lives. And then it's not like a sudden thing for us. So it's nice to have some guidance because we've had that guidance our whole life. But now your guidance is going to be professional. Yes. So it's nice. It's a space for you though no one else should be allowed there yeah like at all because i love that it's very intimate so toast for sephora just being they and a lot of the trans um employees are going to be leading this which i think is is cool that is so decent because like a lot of i know employment is another thing that's hard for a lot of trans people to acquire Uh uh-huh 100 so shout out to sephora for that That that's really really bomb all right now some tea time uh speaking of tea there's a royal wedding. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> there was a royal wedding, and why was her dress so big? That's all I have to ask. Yeah, she was drowning in that shit. Some, like, and I'm like, y'all really... And people on Access Hollywood was like, it was... Oh, my God. It was stunning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... No, the thing is, the dress okay. could have been. It, the dress was stunning. It just didn't fit her. Like, I was looking at that dress. I'm like, I get everything. I get this. I get long, short, like... I get the mod, I get the elegant, but my thing is like, if you have, if you're having a wedding in a castle, why do modern? You know, like Shit, why, bro. why not do like antique lace? Because they boring as fuck, and all they eat is beans and toast. Um, and also, <laughs> I was like, maybe she wants to like be like, well, this is a new wave coming to the white to to the castle, so Whoa. therefore, I'm gonna take get a modern dress. And I just felt like it's just like. I hate to agree with Katy Perry because we know, but somebody <laughs> skipped their, their last fitting. That's what Katy Perry said. She said that? On Twitter. She said, somebody skipped their last fitting. And <laughs> she did. Because her other dress was big as shit, too. I'm like, yo, girl, why couldn't you get a royal fitting? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. you knew That nigga whole- bore flowers the day before. Why couldn't you get fitted the day before? <laughs> and why couldn't he get some frizz control? His hair was thin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He look, I thought it was just, he looked like he just woke up and was like, oh, shitty. I got a watching. <laughs> <laughs> no seriously I was like and then like she is a beautiful girl like that is she is I, I, she's somebody whose face I can stare at all fucking day it used to be Kim Kardashian but <laughs> she don't look like that no more so but she her like Beyonce Rihanna they just have these you don't have to try so hard features that you just can't stop looking at her. But she looked sweaty as fuck. Like her and hair. That nut ass makeup, they told me it was $1,300. I'm like, for <laughs> fucking what? I like You the could makeup. see her fucking freckles. That's why I like the if makeup. If you could see my freckles in my makeup, fucking kill me. I like that makeup because I like the idea of on your wedding day. It wasn't makeup. Look, it was. You know that no makeup makeup look. It's harder. Ah. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> on your wedding day, you want your husband to look at you like, oh my God, this is so crazy. I want my husband to look at me like, yes, fuck it up, sis. He's like, who the fuck is this cake face ass bitch? I didn't ask to marry her. Like, pussy, pussy, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he start voguing at the altar. He's like, He's like, cat, 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 cat. He's like, this bitch is carrying. <laughs> he just do a death drop. Yeah. And then you get up and kiss you. But um, Perfect. anyway, <laughs> you might cut. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was great. Anyway, I like the look. I really like that barely any makeup look. She looks so fresh-faced. But the sweaty ass hair. <laughs> yeah. The bell looked like I'm she sorry. didn't ask to put it on like she didn't have permission. No, this is no harm. But her dad is white. <laughs> They both look like they just came from the gym and just was like, "What's well, time to get this time I'm here. saying, when you got that hairy. And then the part where he tried to get a little frisky and bite his lip. What fucking lip? When he tried to rip the skin off his chin. <laughs> and, okay, y'all really ignoring the fact that he looked like Honey Boo Boo Dad. He really looked like Sugar Bear. And everybody like, oh, my God, find me a prince. Oh, my God, my friends suck. <laughs> I'm like, this nigga look like he just woke up and he was like, <laughs> he first of all, no lips. He looked like he just put a suit on, walked out the door. No, he put a uniform on. Yeah, he put a uniform. He said, bloody hell, got to go to the shankies. <laughs> that's what's supposed to be funny, but honestly... I can't stop laughing at Harry ever since that video of him like sitting in front of that camera and then he get up and like lift the shirt up and start running. Oh yeah. And they, they play like back that ass up to it and it's just so funny. But shouts to her for having a truly black affair. I also just shout out to her for kissing those no lips. I was say like, that's really testament. Uh, to get the throne? She secure kissed. the throne 2018. I kiss whatever. The whole, I kiss Queen Elizabeth, everybody. Um, I could not. In that castle, I'd probably be like, ah! Like everything. <laughs> Wake up. Not me. I'm like, bitch, I said guac. I said avocado toast. Ew. The fuck I is feel this? like avocado over there tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> it just be beans. I bought avocado. They be like, this is avocado. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> they be like, I'm like, I said fruit. They be like, this is fruit. It be blood sausages. <laughs> it be blood sausages, beans. I'm like, this is not avocado toast and fruit. I don't know what the fuck you people are sipping, but it's just not that. <laughs> And Queen Elizabeth just be smiling at me. Smiling? <laughs> with a noose. <laughs> that lady looked like in her head, just like, nigger. <laughs> nigger. <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's like running through her mind. Like, you know how, like, on the bus. Nigger, nigger, nigger. <laughs> you know how on the bus, like, those those words go past. And it be like, this bus is coming. It look like, it's, it's a nigger. <laughs> But she can't even talk. And they just be trying to keep her quiet. Then, but how do you feel about your new granddaughter? She like, that nigger's out there just like pushing her. <laughs> they like, shh. So you shh. bought this bloody nigger in my house. This darkie. <laughs> in our castle. It's fucking cool. Have you bopped your head? <laughs> a monkey on my porch. <laughs> to think I raised you to be a scoundrel or a nigger loving scoundrel. <laughs> Nigger Lover Scoundrel. That's gonna be me. Oh god, I'm gonna throw up. I'm changing my name, my rap name to Nigger Lover Scoundrel. (laughs) It wouldn't be a lie. But um So yeah, the church the her mom stole the show, in my opinion. She did. I'm I want to see more of her. Yeah, Um, I did. She was like she was very reserved and poised because I'm be honest, like if my child was getting married in the castle, I wouldn't know how to fucking act. She looked like she I'm like, go tell ya! <laughs> That's my girl. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. But no, like she was sitting alone and she just looked like she didn't need people. I'd be looking like, damn, I had my iPhone out, like all that shit. <laughs> 
playing Candy Crush, but she just was really, really in awe and focused. Like, I loved it. The fucking preacher went off. Yeah, yeah. His little ass. I know my ex. <laughs> yeah, no, he started talking about slavery. I'm like, oh, girl. No. Louder. <laughs> louder for these pissy bitches who don't want to You know what? They do look like they smell like piss. <laughs> That's royal piss. Yeah, and I don't like them royal weddings. People don't wear gowns. They wear, like, suits, like, the hats and stuff. Like, I feel like it's church. I, I don't know. I just didn't like that. I, I just don't like that. royalty. Serena was there, though. That's all that matters. She matter. was there. And I like that. I, I should. I mean, I don't know when the fuck I'm going to be wearing a ball gown. But she <laughs> said she never wear heels under her gown. Yeah. And I'm shocking. like, that makes fucking sense. And I am and I would be the same way. Because I'm so tall. The I wouldn't even have Crocs on. <laughs> the only reason why I would wear heels is because, you know how sometimes, like, heels give you that certain, like, mm-hmm. um... They just make your posture look better. Yeah. They make you look skinnier. <laughs> so I was like, why not? Yeah. I would rather be taller and thinner than... Sh- oh, speaking of somebody else in the world, I want. I don't know what your Twitter feed was like, but I'm like, who? when the fuck did David Beckham get a black car? Y'all give black cars to any that fucking gave, body. David Beckham is fine with tattoos and has kept his mouth shut. That's but why his fucking voice... Have y'all ever heard this nigga talk? No. He said like, Mary Penny Wankies. <laughs> Sabrina, that's how you think all British people sound, though. <laughs> no. He really, he like, it ain't a bitch, right? It ain't poor. I'm married to poor spice. When you, <laughs> when you look that fine, you can sound like Barney Mm-mm. for all I care. Uh-uh, no. He was hire boys and girls. Oh, what's up, Diddy? Ew. That wasn't me. That was you. He had, no. <laughs> That was Sabria. No, it was not. Moving on to next subject. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Next subject. T.I. got arrested. <laughs> um, Surprise. This time it wasn't his the, fault, though. The he... maccalation of the proclamation <laughs> yeah, didn't save him from the nation. I'll tell you one thing. When I heard T.I. got arrested wrongfully, I'm like, oh, this nigga gonna have big words for wrong. Oh, my God. So T.I. got arrested. Um, He was trying to get into his own gated community. While he was trying to get in, apparently, according to him, the guard was sleeping. Okay, he woke the guard up. The guard said, you know, you're not authorized to come in. Tiny, his wife, Siberian husky looking woman, she came out <laughs> and she was like, hang. <laughs> and they like, so pretty much she was saying he lived here. And they were like, no, 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 no. They called the cops and the cops was just like, no more fucking explaining. And they arrested him. That's so fucking dumb. They arrested Tip. They arrested Clifford. And he got out. <laughs> It was like the consistency of the emancipation of the proclamation. As he should. Outstanding. Now, he was in the right for using those words. To be black and to be arrested <laughs> in my own property. I'm like, oh, God. We gonna have to be, he going to have T-shirts made. His next album going to oh, be about this God. shit. It's like, tip, like, come on. you. They was wrong, and you definitely don't deserve it, but... Mm-hmm. You have done a lot of shit to put you in jail, <laughs> so this time you just need to like get your money, sue whoever the fuck you got sued, yeah, and be quiet. Exactly. That's all. That's what I would do. But I'm happy he out. And also, you know, bigger point, if that can happen to T.I. wrongfully, come on, put it in perspective. Exactly. How many regular, regular niggas is this shit is happening to every single day? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hate slavery. Um, <laughs> Big Frida has some words. Not really. Just stop writing the thing pieces about... I know, and I'm so happy because I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Like, this is what I hate about woke culture and call-out oh, culture. And stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you ready to go A lot of people have been mad because Big Frida, his voice has been used in projects such as Formation and um, 
Nice for What by Drake, but you don't see her in the visuals. Mm-hmm. So people have been writing think pieces about what this says about, you know, people like Big Frida and why everybody's so comfortable with using, like, you know, this culture without the representation. And like you were saying, the woke culture just got out of control. Yeah, it's just like you need to know, like, and I saw a post, um, like, the other day on Twitter was saying, like, people need to be mindful when talking to, like, older people in the LGBT LGBT community because like a lot of older people don't think how like you know people our age think and they're they're okay with you know interchangeable pronouns because like from my knowledge you know anybody correct me if I'm wrong I know Big Frida does not mind being called like he or she right um but um also, like, a lot of older people, like, use the term, like, you know, transsexual, even though that's, like, yeah, you know, you don't use it. it's very dated. But it's very mm-hmm. dated. But, like, you can't dictate how other people feel. Like, and I, I had a feeling that Big Frida did not Because, first of all, well, I mean, with maybe formation, but, like, nice for, like, what would Big Frida do? Because Big, if y'all ever seen Big Frida do anything, Big Frida's not doing anything Shaking without dancing. Yeah, yeah, without fucking dancing. Like, yeah. so, and that wasn't even a video that's like, like, drop it on the floor, drop it on the, like, so it I got knew, one little pump part where, like, the bounce get real crazy, yeah, but for the but, most part, it's like, it did not, it did not match. But even if it, even if, Big Frida could have been rejected, which Big Frida said was, listen, I don't mind that I'm not in the big the visuals. I'm just happy to be a part of the project, period. And as long as the fucking check clears we're cool exactly oh what a word what a word like and she might not be comfortable with being like you know mainstream yeah mainstream or in that circle with those people because like big frida like to be around like you know hood ass people like big frida is somebody that still be posting like niggas up around a block like r.i.p like is rick frida really in the fucking hood like exactly so it's like she might not even feel comfortable being around those like type of folks and can we talk about how much money uh, that big frida gets every time the voice gets played like let's just talk about yeah like come on now like big frida is fine stop with the think pieces and yeah you can't project how you know how you feel about certain other people like wait until somebody says something and then right like that's a waste of energy and it's like it's a it's a weird message because everybody don't like i'm I don't even think it's considered problematic because you can't tell people how to feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what a lot of people in like woke culture woke culture need to start stop doing. Yeah, it's they're like, trying to hurry up and take up for people before they even announce that they're offended. Yeah, exactly. And that's in itself offensive because it's like, so you saying I can't defend myself or you saying that like exactly. um I should be like somebody, what was me, this and the third, blah, blah, blah. Putting words in Drake and Beyonce's mouth like, exactly. oh, they're embarrassed and that's why they don't want. Because there's some people that do need that to be taken up for but it's like y'all ignoring them to focus on people who don't give a fuck. No, exactly. It's like, and just stop being bored. Yeah. Stop being bored completely. All right, so BET Award uh, nominations are out. Um, Apparently, Jamie Foxx is hosting awards, which is like, honestly... This is so pessimistic to say. It don't matter. It don't. And he going and Jamie Foxx gonna come to them same old corny ass jokes. He gonna He's say gonna something s- about two chains being old. He gonna sing. Yeah. He gonna sing. And everybody go. And he gonna be like, well, be humble. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> 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 he gonna sing something and then try to pretend like he can't sing. But <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First of all, oh what. What song did um Jamie Foxx sing that really used to be my shit? DJ, won't you play this oh, girl yeah. love yeah. song? No. I was in like eighth grade, like grinding and shit. Like, 
this is my song. That was a good song. Man. Had no access to a DJ or a club. <laughs> but was going in. Um, but yeah, so he's gonna be hosting it. And again, don't really matter. I think Leslie Jones did a great job last year. Um, I think Monique should host it again. But like, <laughs> she yeah, they didn't come with that check though. They might as well keep it on the playground. <laughs> Cause she she already said I love us, but. Y'all gonna fucking pay me. And I don't blame her not one single bit. Um <laughs> Kevin Hart would have been is always gonna be great because black people love Kevin Hart. Yeah, but I'm I'm tired of his joke. <laughs> my kids. <laughs> you know, my wife cheated on my ex one, but my new one I cheated on her as well. So <laughs> you know, I'm learning now, I'm growing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and look, I'm in the movie with the rock. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. <laughs> I was real scared. <laughs> but you know, I'm a bitch. That's my thing. <laughs> I'm from Philly, <laughs> hands. But, you know. What happened to my guy? I mean, I still fuck with him because he's from Philly. I, I still loyal. fuck with him, but and he just like, you know. Things are changing. Make my ass itch. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So let's talk about the BET nominations real, real quick. I'm just going to talk about the important ones. So best uh, female R&B and pop artist. We got Beyonce. Sorry. What we the got fu- Beyonce, SZA, Her, Rihanna, and Kalani. Why the fuck would y'all even put... That's f- a messy... And why is Beyonce involved? She didn't even put anything out. That's Y'all just so thirsty to put her into she's something. She's not coming to y'all nigger fest. <laughs> she's not coming she's to nigger chella. She's not involved. Like, just because Beyonce had twins... Is, I know that was a performance of a lifetime, but that doesn't mean that, like... I don't know. Like, as much as I love Beyonce, she wins everything every year, of, even when but she's no, not included. I think every country award. I think it's funny, too, because, like, that's something me as a stan would be like, oh, Beyonce wins everything. But they literally took it far. Like, they yeah, really... too far. <laughs> even... And, like, I don't... Uh, Rihanna shouldn't be in here either. Yeah, what the fuck? Rihanna... We've literally been making memes about Rihanna not making music. Exactly. And there <laughs> has been a lot of women putting out work. That's why... Her? So, um, yeah, she's on here, though. Oh, she and So it's Beyonce, SZA, Her, Rihanna, Kalani... Uh, what's her name? Georgia. What is her last name? Oh, Georgia Smith. Is it? Yeah, Jora. Jora. Jora Smith. She's putting out a lot of work. It's like I can't even think of. Um, what the fuck? Ella May. Yeah. You know she's very very new. Her song has been out for a fucking year. Like her song has been out for a year. It's so many girls with beautiful voices that are really going hard. I don't know. Seventh Streeter. I don't know if her work was this year or last year, but she put something out. SZA. Her and Kalani 100% deserve to be here. Yeah. And it's another girl name starts with a K. It's like Kayla or something like that. Kaila? Kaila? Yeah, Kalia. They would never fucking, but they I'm would like, never oh my God. Uh, nominate her. I'm going to go, my, my vote is between SZA and uh, Kalani for yeah. this one. No, for and sure. that's because these two are writing their own music and they're putting it out there consistently. And really, I want to give it to Kalani. I'm hard. She, I just don't know who she is. Like, I know that's rude, but like, who the fuck are you? No, for real. And also, her music has been out for way longer than this year, but niggas is just picking it up. Yeah. Kalani, SZA, and SZA have qualifying projects to Mm -hmm. me. Yep. Then we got the best uh, male artists, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, The Weeknd, Khalid, and Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar for me. Um, I haven't listened to Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar is young as fuck putting out this grown ass music. He is on some Maxwell shit. Ugh. Same with Khaled. Like, he, he yeah, does a great I, job. Um, I was going to say, yeah, give it to Khaled. <sighs> the weekend, he's put out something great. I mean, this might be him. Bruno Mars and Chris Brown is a no for me. Bruno Mars, I feel like he is awesome, talented, but his project is like fucking two years old. Yeah, I remember, come on. like, it's over. Move on. And if I had to see Finesse being performed one more time, it's, I'm you know, fucking you know that's my shit. shooting me in the fucking chin. That's my shit. But. 
It's all right. You know. Only it, Cardi rap. Yeah. She really sounds so cute for that. Um, Best group award. We got the Migos, A Tribe Called Quest, Nerd, Ray Sherman, and Chloe and X Haley. <laughs> you know who I want to win. That but shit the, is so fucking The messy. niggers aren't going to allow anybody but Migos to win. And Ray, it should have been, it should be between Chloe and Haley and Ray. It's Sherman, right? Ray Sherman? I think so. Ray Sherman, whatever. Slim Jimmy and the other one. <laughs> it should be... Rocket uh, Power. Yes. It should be between those two because Ray Sherman could be coming out with some great music. Oh, who music. the fuck else? Who? A Tribe Called Quest? I think had, they put out a new project. Oh, they did? Okay. I cool. think they did. Um, but I'm like, why they know. put them with them young ass niggas? <laughs> okay, so best male hip hop artist is going to be Drake, Kendrick Lamar, DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, or J. Cole. I say J. Cole, honestly. Um, what I had Drake... Listened- uh, why, oh, sorry. Why ain't Meek Mills here? Oh, um, yeah. Why ain't Meek Mills here? Meek Mill is my uh, is who I want to win <laughs> this award that he wasn't nominated for. True. Um, but I would say Kendrick Lamar will win because Kendrick Lamar, J. J- Cole Project just came out. Jay Z. I, oh, I don't think Jay Z should win anything for talking about what he did to Beyonce. True. DJ Khaled doesn't fucking rap. So. He don't. What the Can- fuck is on y'all biscuit? Y'all just want to see his fat ass on the stage. <laughs> Dancing and acting like a coon. Uh, even though y'all play. Drake has put out bar like like features and stuff, but that's not enough. Like a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar has put out a great body of work and Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah, that was very good. Kendrick Lamar, should, I think he should win. Actually, I'll take it back. Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar or Meek Mill. Um, that's female hip hop award. This is a joke. It's Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Remy Ma, Dej Loaf, or Rap City. First of all, who is Rap City? First of all, who the fuck is Rap City when you got all these other girls out here really doing some shit? Okay, like, honestly, fucking Cupcake, Baby Mother, Rico Nasty, Asian Doll, Megan Thee Stallion. Stallion. I'm sorry, um, fucking put Azalea Banks on there. Yeah, I was gonna say for real, for real. Uh, you were like, Rap City. Who I'm sorry, no shade. Who the fuck is that? Because I feel like Rhapsody is a ghost, and like <laughs> yeah. they just was like a ghost. Let's just put her there. I mean, like it's been so many people who have been putting out work, and like Nicki Minaj. We just named almost good. over ten. We almost named ten um, female. I don't artists, even man. think Remy Ma deserves to be on this. No, list her shit fucking whack. Arnold and not, Dej Loaf shouldn't be here either. What the fuck has she put out? We just was talking about this off the mic. We just yeah. was talking about how. We want her to do better. Now, Nicki Minaj put out a lot of features, but she also dropped two of her songs. Remy Ma, the only thing she... She has not dropped one thing yet without someone else. Yeah. And that's huge to me. Because she can't stand alone, probably. And, like, she got Chris Brown on the chorus of that Pretty Brown Thighs or Pretty Brown Eyes song. <laughs> she say Pretty Brown Eyes or Pretty Brown Thighs. Shit. I ain't even know the song. It's I, I was, like, trying to listen Is to it. Is it Melanin, that song? Yes. Melanin Magic. Mm-hmm. Shit, whack. So cross Remy and Ma off the list, cross Dage Loaf off the list, cross... Uh, throw the it's, whole... It's fucking Cardi throw B. Throw the whole fucking list away. It's Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, Cardi. So, okay, then we got the best video of the year. Um, Damn, I cut the... Oh, it's... I think I cut it all, so we might be missing an option. This is terrible. So it's Drake, uh, God's Plan, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, Bruno Mars, and Cardi B, Finesse, and DJ Khaled, Rihanna, Wild Thoughts. Wild Thoughts was one of my favorite videos. I'm not going to lie. But honestly, I feel like none of those videos... If it's BC, oh, shit, shit, so- shit. It's Kendrick Lamar, Humble, Amigos, uh, and Drake, Walk It Like I Walk It, Talk It. Walk It Like yeah. I Talk It. Well, they have Walk It, Talk It. That's what they have yeah, I don't know if that's the name of it or uh-huh. whatever. But they say walk it like I talk it. Yeah, that um, one. 
Um, I'm gonna say humble now that I see that that's one of those. Even though I love wild thoughts, humble was a oh my god! I don't even remember that video. Fucking, it was so good. It was like one part where he, it was like the Last Supper and Kendrick was there with just niggas. Like for that scene alone, he I, went and then I did not see that video. Then he got a part where he got a turtleneck on and he like looking at the camera. It's direction there. Don't wait. Get, is that the video where he was like photo something in the Photoshop? Yes. Is that the song? Oh. Yes. This is not too crazy. I, this, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I just started liking Kendrick Lamar because the um Black Panther. Because, <sighs> you know, again, I don't think I ever said it on the show, but, like, said it. I, I did that I literally cannot hear what he's saying. I don't know what the fuck it is. is so My funny. ears just clog, and I cannot hear his fucking words. You don't like them? Maybe. All right, so we got the best new artist is SZA, her, Daniel Caesar, Gold Link, and A Boogie with the hoodie. Um, No to him. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas really want to be legends with fucking names like A Boogie with a hoodie? Fuck out of here in my dad voice. Gold Link has a great fucking album. I'm not gonna I lie. Listened to I listened to it today because I've been hearing so much about it. What's, it his one, what's this one song called that's like popular? I see I'm, money all around. Oh, yeah, that's me. him. And it's like I'm the man. Yep, that one. Uh, Daniel Caesar. Um, yes. Uh, you know what? Her, Caesar. I would say between SZA and Daniel Caesar. I feel like SZA not new. Though. Man, I know. She fucking performed last year. Anyway, yeah. So Daniel Caesar. what the fuck is y'all doing? Y'all always on crack every year. Um, <laughs> then we got, let me see. Do we have anything else that's like worth mentioning? <laughs> Best actress, Tiffany Haddish, Lupita Nyong'o, Issa Rae, Angela Bassett, Latita Wright, and Taraji Henson. N- Lupita Nyong'o. I was going. These, a lot of those bitches don't have a range. What the fuck did she do this year besides Black Panther, though? Who, Lupita? Yeah. Did she do something else? So the fuck she got to do. She probably was doing other shit that we didn't even see yet. Um, But I would say her or Issa Rae because... Oh, Issa Rae, yeah. Yeah, but no, seriously. Ain't nobody on this list gonna be mad because they all black women. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was saying a lot of them don't have a range. Like but, Tiffany has... <laughs> Girl! <laughs> she's herself. Yeah. She's herself. So maybe the best personality. <laughs> but yeah. every... Yeah, Taraji, all of them... Ex- all of them could win. The, the people, black folks love Tiffany Haddish, yeah, rightfully yeah. so. So I could see her taking it home. Best best uh, actor, not actress, it's going to be Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, Donald, uh, Donald Glover, uh, Sterling K. Brown, Denzel Washington, and Daniel Kaluuya. Again, could be any of y'all, but I want my man, yeah. uh, I want Donald Glover, Chadwick Boseman to take it home. Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. I want I want them to to take it home. Um, <laughs> a lot of these. Oh, best movie we know is Black Panther. Do I need to redress Black Panther? Girls Trip, A Wrinkle in Time, Detroit, and Mud Bong. Black Panther. Album of the Year. Damn. Control. Four Forty Four. Culture Two. The Black Panther album. Various artists. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Grateful by DJ Khaled. I would have to say it's how between Black Panther and Control. I would say Control, just easily. I fucking love Control. I would definitely say control. And then it was like best, like it's a bunch of categories, best gospel um album. Every year I'm no, like Yolanda Adams. <laughs> I don't know who else would. I don't know if she produced anything, but Yolanda Adams win. Her or Tamla Man. True. Take me to the king. That shit. Ooh, I mean, that, that song really <laughs> sorry. Like, sorry. You had sorry, it right. That shit really not. And it, it really slaps. Like it does go on. Cause take me there. Now. Yeah. No. I need him. Real shit. Um, quick breakups and break ends. We don't really have to. Malika. 
one of the Malikas in OT Genesis. <laughs> one of the Malikas. And OT Genesis, that's the man, right? That's really who she with, right? Because I really don't OT be Genesis, that's yeah. What, okay, because I be scared of shit. What's the one who's saying she bad? YG? I was yeah. the OT Genesis and YG confused. <laughs> they both got letters in their first name. <laughs> I don't know. But her, um, her and OT Genesis broke up this weekend, and now they're back together. They were seen walking, and she was smirking. I'm like, just say, <laughs> just say dick too bomb. Like, we get it. We, I really get it. Also, shout out to my cousin Kiki for having this tea before the fucking shade room did, okay? Oh, fucking K, Kiki! My cousin Kiki, that you need to be getting paid for this. She messaged me and was like, hey, yo, you, you know, you know, Insecure, mm-hmm. Tasha from Insecure, mm-hmm. she's been pregnant, Dominique Perry. Mm-hmm. My girl, my cousin was like, hey, you know, um, I think that Dro, Dro, whatever his name is from uh, Insecure and Dominique Chase, uh, Chase Ho had a baby together. And then she started putting all these receipts in. She started like looking at their stories, seeing the days at the same place, start looking at their Twitter and like really, really putting shit together. And she let us know that Chase Ho and Dro, okay, Dominique Perry and what's his name? Serena's Jackson. They had a baby in real life. So they rawing on the set. They rawing on Insecure. Well, remember it was actually some shade about Easton not having condoms visible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it really ain't no condoms visible. Somebody said, less fucking, more filming. No, real <laughs> shit. Yeah, because I don't think we're going to see t- um, Tasha anymore. But I mean, that, there's no need for her. I there's no that. need for her. Lawrence has moved on. Like, But I did like her a lot. Especially that line she dropped, you just a fuck boy that thank you nice, yeah, some shit like that. A lot of niggas needed to hear that. They really fucking they did. They really did. But yeah, shout out to my cousin Kiki, because she was on this seat. Like, she said that to me yesterday. Shade Room posted it today. Wow. So what does wild. that mean? I am followed the Shade Room. <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm too nosy. <laughs> I'm too nosy to ever unfollow the Shade Room. I got a... Uh, t- Tea, tea tenders, I got the shade room, and I got a baller alert. Just so I got a, a like different tea on a rotation confirmations. I don't follow TMZ though. I don't know why. TMZ is fucking trash. Also, I know I'm gonna get a lot of white news that I don't care about. Yeah, I don't care about country singers divorcing. They're like, I don't. <laughs> they're like, Gwyneth Paltrow was showing her shoulders. I like, who yeah, they're like, check out this split. I'm like, all these award shows that don't involve black people don't need to know about them. Like, not gonna lie to you. I, do not care. And also, it's just going to make me start. I'm like, white people are in my space, my safe space, <laughs> social media. Oh, uh, God. Nope. No, thank you. Um, yeah. So let's talk. go to the sunken place right now. Right now, NFL, quick read. So now, the NFL. Oh, but you didn't want to talk about um, Ariana Grande. Oh, Grand, right? I was going to skip over her. Oh, Do you want to talk about her? Oh, I just wanted to say real quick that, like, men need to shut the fuck up. Um, because people, again, I don't know why every time a couple breaks up, they want to put the blame on a woman. And apparently, um, Mac Miller, um, got into, he was, got a DUI and coincidentally after they broke up and somebody on Twitter, um, like tried to blame Ariana Grande for that, but she read that person for filth and was like, listen, he, I've been dealing with this shit for a while now and it's just it's out of my hands, and I'm not a babysitter, basically. Yeah, some um, somebody was like, Mac Miller, 
totaling his G-Wagon and getting a DUI after Ariana Grande dumped him for another dude and he's pouring his heart out on a blase blah. And she pretty much said, I am not a babysitter or a mother and no woman should feel that they need to be. I have cared for him and tried to support his sobriety and pray for his balance for years. And always will, of course. But shaming, blaming women for a man's inability to keep his shit together is very major problem. Let's please stop doing that. Of course, I didn't share about how hard or scary it was while it was happening, but it was. I will continue to pray for him from the bottom of my heart that he figures it all out and that any other woman in this position does as well. Like, bitch, what the fuck? I'm supposed to just deal with somebody like that? Like, again, oh, it's like almost like I'm a Katy Perry fan, but when she was <laughs> dating, what was his name, Travi McCoy, like, yeah. that's why she wrote that song, like, Circle the Drain. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and watch you go down the hill and be guilty, so I got to be with a druggie or alcoholic. That's a real problem. Like, I don't mean to shame people going through that, but I don't have to deal it's, with it. And it's draining. Like, if you ever, like, I, I can't feel- break up with you even though I don't like you no more because you going to fucking do something wild. That, and that's like, that's kind of like abusive. Also. Yeah, very abusive. So, yeah, break, that's, that was our breakup and break in. We're moving in to the sunken place now. I don't know why I'm so excited about that, but uh, <laughs> you're always excited about this. I know. God, I need help. But uh, the sunken place, we got the whole NFL, just throw the whole NFL in the trash. Uh, Garbage. They're now making it so that players could no longer kneel during the national anthem without leaving themselves open to punishment or their team facing possible financial penalties. So they're looking to find players and to find coaches when people don't, uh, when people kneel during the national anthem. Now, the, with this new policy, they're giving uh, people a chance to kind of go to the locker room during the pregame ceremony. But I think that that's. How the fuck is that okay? Like that's literally protesting like, is legal. Why? Why is the NFL making I'm, this is not over with? Like, yeah, at and all. that's some like it's like not even no joking. Like I hate slavery. Like I feel like they really feel like these niggas. Like we own these niggas. Like because exactly. predominantly like sports in general is like black people. And also I think that it's they were like this. You know, is to combat like you know all the controversy that was going on with the kneeling. I'm like y'all would rather you know tackle that controversy controversy of the anthem versus tra- tackling the actual controversy which is racism y'all have not done one thing to you know support that the problems that the issues that these players feel like they're having but you got a lot to say about you know people and trump getting up in arms about it. who gives a fuck if people are getting up mm-hmm. in arms about you know these players not standing like who, th- y'all they're saying we're doing this because people that look like us who don't have the money and the skill I mean, sometimes they do have the skill, but just didn't have the opportunity. They're getting mistreated. So why am I going to stand for this just because I'm fortunate? I'm going to use the spotlight. That's the point of kneeling during a game. I'm using my spotlight and it's to bring attention. It's, it's respectful. Like, way more respectful than I'm, what I do. I'm dedicating this time to someone else who don't does not have the opportunity or the whatever, the celebrity, to stand up for themselves. And y'all taking that away. You're taking away their visibility. And, like, it's just shitty. It's not not fucking over like I just don't see this like you know going over smoothly people can definitely counter sue like a lot of these black players are not as stupid as you think they are yeah. I'm really interested to see what my boyfriend uh, Shannon Sharp has to say about this he's gonna have a fucking mouthful he's <laughs> he gonna have a mouthful and I can't wait for all y'all to get every country second of it okay <laughs> you really love this man. I love Shannon Sharp when he goes off skip when he goes off <laughs> skip he tells it. He tells it like it is. I be glued to that. <gasps> That's my church. That's really my personal church. Sometimes I just go on YouTube just to get a word. You remember, you know I do that sometimes. I like funny Shannon Sharp. Like, 
when he's like, LeBron James, born to so-and-so, <laughs> six feet tall. <laughs> Love it. He way taller than six feet. Though. Yes. No. That nigga probably, like, <laughs> classified as, like, not even human anymore, as tall as he is. It's huge. He got to be, like, 6'6". Six, 6'5", six. Six, maybe? 6'9". Six, LeBron is not no 6'9", <laughs> yeah. bitch. Shaq is, like, 6'9". Uh-uh. Wait a second. If he's 6'9", <laughs> I... Well, slap me in the face. Or you can look it up, because you know I cannot. This whole, we'd be quiet for like four seconds on it. <laughs> I did it. But yeah, fuck the NFL. Like, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Like, do I really? He's 6'8". Need... Are you kidding me? I thought, that is huge. <laughs> Savannah, you didn't. Go for you, sis. She hit the lotto. She did. Damn. Damn. <laughs> God, damn, damn, he 250 pounds. That's almost how much I weigh. It's about three. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> no, I hate hearing basketball players. I'm like, next question. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> next question. <laughs> the next bunch of fucking weight. I don't talk about that shit. Because I'll be starting to feel bad about myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, just one more time. Fuck the NFL. All right, now we're moving on into common senses. And you know what? Shout out to all the graduates, um, class of 2018. Yes. This time of year. Is that the song? No. That's what, <laughs> that's what you play when a president comes around. It's done, 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 done. Oh, it is. That's how it makes me emotional. It do, it do make me, it triggers something in my, my mind. It makes you sad, right? Yeah. Because you're about to leave friends and it gets you the really anxiety. about to fucking leave. Yeah. You hear that? Every time I hear that, I'm like, God, it's happening. And they playing it for so long. I'm like, we fucking get it. Remember that time when they played that in high school and we all was like, oh, like this shit is happening. Like, oh my God. Never Even seen bitches again. <laughs> They don't even speak to me now. I've been seeing bitches at Target. They, but I'm like, okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's that time of year. It marks four years that we've been out of college. Yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. four years. And That's it's crazy. We could have fucking been doctors <laughs> if we really tried. But it, um, it just kind of sparked, like, it's a great time to start talking about expectations. Because in these four years... Mm-hmm. If you would have asked me four years ago, where do you think you're going to be in four years? I'd be like, oh, definitely like a manager, like, you know, somewhere at a at a PR firm, like super corporate. I would do crisis. I, I thought I was going to be Olivia from Scandal or I thought mm-hmm. I was going to be Juliana Rancic. I was on like, mm-hmm. I was in that crossroad. Like, which one am I going to be? This PR powerhouse with like straight hair or am I going to be like Juliana Rancic? On E! News, those were the two people I really thought I was going to be. It did not fucking happen like I know, that. and I thought I was going to be writing for Sarah Night Love. It's just how, you know, it's how it is. And I actually was sparked this conversation, uh, one of our listeners, Rex, Rex, the Rex, uh, point, like told us that this would be a great discussion to talk about. Plus, I saw a tweet today from this girl. She said, I graduated with a 2.5 GPA. I didn't get to intern or take part in clubs or sororities because I worked full-time. Sundays were my only days off, and even when I was studying or catching up, it was hard. I wanted to quit, but I didn't. I'm so fucking proud of myself. Her name is Britt Nay Nay. Great name. But, like, I just never... That was such a great... Because I really can relate to that. Because mm-hmm. um, my... Uh, well, I I did... My thing was I had to work every year. From my uh, freshman year to my senior year, I had to work. And I interned yeah. also mm-hmm. on top of going to school. And, like, I just lost, like, 
can I could it was so hard for me to keep my grades up and stuff. Like yeah. I had like failed a class before. Like I didn't even get a grade in it. I got like an X. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't there. Um and I felt like really stupid and like I was upset about myself, but like and I was comparing myself to my other classmates. But like a lot of people I went to school with, all oh, that's all they did was go to school. Yeah. And I did not have that luxury that like, I had to work. And like I, I interned because I felt like that I that's what I had to do. And a lot mm. of them did not intern to their senior year. Um, or like they didn't intern at all. Yeah. And like I did a lot of stuff and I like didn't give myself enough credit like I should have about it because I felt like, you know, that's what I should have done. And I felt bad because, like, my grade was... Like, I had made... Like, I was in school for four years and I was on the dean's list um, one. I made the dean's list once. Um, and I was, like, proud of myself and I was, like, fucking shocked, too, mm-hmm. that I did it. But it just was so stressful and, like, I didn't feel like I could confide in any of my yeah. teachers. Like, especially being... Because, like, Going to an inner city school and black, like I was so cool. Like we used to always go in the office, mm-hmm. talk to the staff. Yes, like 100%. we were so. Well, you had well, you knew who you could vent to and who you couldn't. Exactly. Like yeah. I used to skip lunch to like just fucking shoot the shit with my art teacher, and um, my teacher used to be taking me to her house and stuff. Remember Miss Neil? Oh yeah, Miss oh, Neil be listening though. Yeah, she was listening. Miss Neil be listening. Miss <laughs> Neil literally used to like drop us off home. Sure, I gotta stop home first. I gotta pick up my daughter first. We be in her yeah. backseat. Miss Lee, shout out to Miss Lee, man. She got me my first job. She w- was at my mom's house. Like she knew my mom. She would eat dinner they with were, us yeah, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they just was such great like Mr. teachers. Freaking Emerson. Oh my God! Bought me a gift card to my trunk party and loved my mom's potato salad. He did, and he helped me so much with my college essay. Yes, and that was another thing when I was fucking with the school. I remember I was talking to this boy who said he didn't even write his his college essay. Like a lot of kids that I went to school with did not write their essays for school, and that was so like bizarre to me. Hmm. But. Anyway, going from that in high school, having, like, such a bomb-ass support system to, like, going to college where I was, like, a lot of my teachers were white, Mm -hmm. and they never worked with, like, black kids before, and they just were cold and, like, made me feel uncomfortable, like, confined to them. Like, I just couldn't. They they were just very stoic and stuff. And that, like, because I need, like, I, because, like, when you, you realize that, being 18, you still a fucking kid. You a baby, man. Yeah. A big baby. And I moved to New York by myself, like, and I needed, like, you know, some guidance, like, teachers helping me, but, like, I felt like I couldn't find it. I found that, like, my sophomore year, and that's the year I made my uh, the dean's list, my sophomore year. My sophomore and senior year is when I found that, and it was, like, women yeah. teachers. Because, mm-hmm. like, I still talk to my um, thesis advisor to this day. Like, she will send me emails all the time about jobs. She sent me a listing for an apartment in New York wow. before. Like, you know, it sent me, like, how much rent would be. Like, I, I, I couldn't move in at the time, but, like, she looks the she fuck out for back, me. Though. Yeah. And after all this time, like, she don't need... Like, some people, they stop after a while. They're like, oh, well, she don't She's still there. sending me... Like, I, I sent her something. I was like, thank you, like, you know, for always thinking about me. And she just keep on, like, whatever. She just forwards to me all the time. And I really appreciate that. And I and I found it so late in, like, schooling, like, mm-hmm. um, junior and uh, senior year. But now I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know, at least I have found it. But it just was so hard. Like, yeah. I felt, like, kind of, like, alone. And on top of me working part-time... Intern, I also was in clubs and stuff. Yeah, see, that's I didn't play that club shit. 
when I got to college because, um, one, I transferred. I spent my first year of college like yeah. in the mountains of Pennsylvania. What the fuck? I hated it. Um, <laughs> but I, my grades were impeccable because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was in the middle of nowhere and my dad made it very strict. Like, he made it very clear. I do not want you working this year. Mm-hmm. And like, I went to a state school. I got a lot of state grants that year. So I was like very, you know, fortunate. To and y'all had meal plans and shit. That's another thing. Yeah. My school did not fucking have no but meal plan. when my ass got to my second school uh in Westchester, Pennsylvania, uh I had I started working and I have not stopped since. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's when I said I had I had missed homecoming. I wasn't part of a single club. I barely knew people on campus. I actually stayed in my apartment a few times during the week and I came home to Philly. There was a point in time where I was working two jobs, uh, internships and taking 18 credits. Mm-hmm. So I think that people need to understand that that college experience that you saw in American Pie, if you really, 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 you got to figure out what you, what you value. And what yeah. I valued was that work experience. But I, yeah. I had four internships when I graduated. I did have Dean's List. There were times where I would get in at 12 a.m. and then wake up for my 8 o'clock Italian class. I was taking fucking Italian. Like, oh, yeah. And niggas knew Italian already. That bothered me a lot. Like, just being like, you know, a black girl, I didn't have any access to any languages Spanish was a joke in high school. Like no, no shade to my Spanish teacher, but it was. Um, but it would be kids who'd be like, "Yeah, when I spent Italy with my grandpa, you know, they knew it." And I was just looking around, like, "Your name is fucking Francesco, okay? You already have a gen- like a advantage over me." And just kind of being in the class with people and realizing that I used to be the smartest. <laughs> I used to be one of the smartest people in my high school. Everybody mm-hmm. knew me as a smart girl. And going from being at the top of the food chain at my high school to being at the absolute bottom let me know that I was being I was set up for failure. Yeah, and no, that's I was, I but I was the smartest, quote unquote. And I just thought about maybe what those other kids that were at the bottom of the food chain in high school. How the fuck do are they going to make it? Yeah. You know. And our our high school took a lot of pride in being like, every, it's a one hundred percent acceptance rate to all of these school high schools I mean to all these colleges but what they did not mention was that a lot of these kids got accepted to community college which no no problem with that but or, or like technical institutes and they did not want to go it was a requirement you yeah. had to apply mm-hmm. before you graduate they never truly work look um work with people to be like does this work for you mm-hmm. like our one girlfriend she went to like a beauty school and that definitely was more her thing but you know they just really didn't take the time and a lot of black kids are not set up for success yeah. and then Let's just say you make it through college, right? Nobody talks about that awkward transitional period after where you think for some reason that it's just going to be the American dream where you graduate. Then after that, after you graduate, you're going to get a job right in your major. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet a man. You're going to get an apartment together. You're going to fucking just have babies by the time you're 25. And nothing else is going to come at your way. Yep. (laughs) Please. And so I used to be like somewhat... And sometimes I do, like, still struggle with it. I was, like, a workaholic. Mm-hmm. And, like, because we both, uh, both of us, like, we've been working even, like, we used to work at, like, school. Like, yeah. in high school, even though we didn't get, like, paid for it. Yes. Like, we've been, like, working since we was, Yeah, we've been working since we was, like, 16. No, like, I've been working. I got my first job at 14. I was a yeah, shampoo girl. You was, yep. Yeah, and I've been working since I was, like, 16, mm-hmm. like, nonstop. 
And it was like me working since I was 16. Um, then we graduated high school. Then we was working at somewhere in the summertime. We had yeah. a job. And then from there, I went to college. And I didn't even think about it. I just was like, oh, let me start applying to jobs, like, my my um freshman year. And so I was working from when I was in high school, so I was 16, every, like, every year, every mm-hmm. day or whatever. And then I was working in college, um, you know, consistently. And then I, I hit a wall, like, when I graduated college and nobody was like considered like hiring me or nothing. And that was weird to me. Mm -hmm. And I was not used to that. And I thought, and I was applying to Viacom. And like, I thought it was to the point where I thought they was going to block me. I would literally apply to jobs at Viacom. Same. Oh my God. NBC too. Turner, please. Yeah. Every fucking day, I would, like, get emails, uh, uh, like, find email address from, like, executives and stuff like that, email them. Like, I have found, like, Jimmy Fallon's, like, um, uh, like assistant email, like, emailed her, like, twice. And I just was, like, busting my ass doing everything that they tell you that you're supposed to do. And nothing was, like, working. Yeah, nothing was sticking. And so I graduated, and then I, like, worked at Barnes & Noble. And they were paying me shitty. And I worked with, like, textbooks. So it was, like, I graduated college, and it was college kids coming in. And they, like, treat me like, ugh, whatever. Like, you know, this person, like, like not that I was one of them, like, mm-hmm. a few months ago. Right. Um, a college student. And um, then I had another job. And then that job, like, it, I was working there for two months, and they went out of business. Mm. And so after that, I like, cause like when you like, I know people say workaholic, like it's like a joke, but it really feel like a drug. Like you always busy, you always have somewhere to go. And like when people, when school is your life. You can't make it happen. You can't make it. Exactly. When you're, when school is your life, you're used to having somebody tell you what to do and having a set schedule. You know, I get up, I go to this 8 a.m. After that, I go here. And then after that, I go to work. There's no curriculum. There's no curriculum. It's so free. Free and scary. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I like had a nervous breakdown. Because I just didn't know what to do. Because school has been my, like, my life. Work has been my life. I've always been working. And I was, like, unemployed. And, like, I was out of college. And, like, I didn't, like, feel like I had enough strength to, like, go to grad school. And then I was looking up grad schools. And the grad school I wanted to go to, you had to, I wanted to go for fucking art history. Because I love art. And they want you to fucking know, um... Italian and, yeah, and you Greek know that's and all that to, shit. You know it's, a, it's meant to exclude it's, it's, certain people. And, and the, the fucking fucked up part is this is a school that I can that's that is in my area where I live, mm-hmm. and they and I can't even go to. Like I could go there for free because like my parents work for the um mm-hmm. the university, but. I can't even get in there because the high school I you went to. You can't speak European languages. Yeah, exactly. Predominantly European languages. And but so no. it just was like, I feel like a lot of people don't like talk about that. Like, cause we, we both have two different, like, you know, college, you know, so cause like you, when you was at my graduation, you got a call for like, you know, you got a job yeah. and I didn't, you know, have that. And I feel like a lot of... Because, like, to me, when I was in college, hearing somebody's story like me, I'm like, oh, my God, this person is a fucking loser. Right. Like, whatever. And I'm like, when it fucking happened to me, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I... I My story is different, but it's... I mean, and it's... 
every story is so important to tell. Like when I when I graduated um college, I got a job out like a job one week after I graduated. Um, but with that, a lot of people don't do that. You know, I mm. when when I start working, I'm like, wow, like I graduated one week. This is fucking crazy. Like I hit the ground running. I felt so proud of myself, but. I went straight. I was a production assistant for a really, really, you know, cool company. And I went straight to overnights. And from there, I just was the only black girl. My sleep was off. And I had no break. I had no time to just enjoy not, you know, the the bridge between, like, being a, a student and being an adult. And I really, really just, I went through a period where I was just existentially depressed. Because I'm like, wait a second. Every day, I just go to work and come home and that's it. Like, what if I want to, what if I'm interested in other things? Like, you know, again, school has curriculums and, mm-hmm. you know, after semester's over, you pick new classes, but you don't do that with work. You will continue to do the same thing unless you make a move. Mm-hmm. And that was very, uh, like, scary to me, realizing how in control I was of, like, my own future. It would scare the shit out of me because I'm like, I don't know what to do next. Um people don't like to have the same conversations that I like to have outside of school. Yeah. You know, in school, you sit in a class and you discuss ideas and theories and you go and you try to talk that shit with a regular, regular ass person who's been out of school for years and just wants to know if like a Phillies won last night or if Wawa Hoagie <laughs> Fest has started. And I'm just like, oh my God, I hate normal people and I'm not normal, but everyone's around <laughs> me normal. They're making me feel crazy. I'm afraid to be myself. Like It was just a lot. And I was so afraid to be myself when I graduated like college. And I've grown and there has been a lot of not fucks to be given. It has been a lot of moments of me just having to stand up to people. A lot of moments with me having to, you know, I got a promotion at a really young age and it put me in an awkward position where I was leading white, older white men. Um, And that was a fucking wake up call because I've heard people talk shit about me, how they ain't listening to no 23 year old tell them this. I bet you fuck they did listen. And it just, it put me in a unique position to just realize like, oh my God, my life does not have to be born. I don't have to stop talking about subjects and theories. I just have to find the right people to share it with. Mm-hmm. No, I cannot be myself all the time, but no one truly can. Yeah. You have to wear a mask sometimes. And I think it's really, really important for people to understand that you can take control of your future. Your future. You can do your eight and skate, and then you can focus on your stuff on the side. But that is always the most important. School is not the only opportunity you have to meet someone. Mm-hmm. It's not the only opportunity you have to find yourself. Some of us didn't even fucking go to school, and you never will, and that's fine. Yep. Your GPA don't matter. Trust and believe. They don't ask about that shit in the interview. They, really they ask don't. about that work interview. They, um, they work. They ask about that work experience and that internship experience, and that's it. If you want to go to school and mind your fucking business and get an internship, that's fine. You don't got to pledge and do all this other stuff. Just get your education and go. Exactly. And understand and you don't, that you life don't. is not going to be on no Barbie shit when you leave. Exactly. I've experienced like so much, like not to sound gruesome, unexpected shit like death. So much, you know, I would have never expected. You just get in this habit of thinking that life's going to be this straight line and mm-hmm. you don't realize shit out of your control sets you fucking back. Because, like, it when, does. I, when I was in school, I know there was a lot of stuff that was happening at home and, like, my parents, like, didn't want to tell me. They, like, yeah. shielded it from me. Mm-hmm. And, like, now that I'm, like, home, it's, like, hitting me and I'm, like, seeing all this stuff happen and I'm, like, fuck. Like, Real life. It's just, like, you know. And also, I feel like a lot of people... Like you see, like you think, oh, when you get out of school, you'll work and you get to vac you get on vacation all the time. Huh. A lot of that has to do with like privilege. Like we were not privileged um 
and we didn't no, have bitch. the opportunity to save up. Like we was working from check to, to survive. Yeah, that was groceries. Yeah, so we were working to survive, and as though like people didn't work or like they just had the money and they're like exactly. able to do and their parents like gave them a trip to like you know Turks and Caicos yeah. and like stuff like that so we didn't have that and it's like now it really like hit me hard when I was first graduating because I just was like that's when like I uh, got diagnosed with depression and like I felt so dumb because like I seen so many people that like I went to school with like doing all this cool stuff and I just was like I felt like stuck like and mm-hmm. I felt like I got the shit into the stick and like I just was like I don't know what to do I don't know how to sell my scripts and like even if I like want to sell it I have to like pay money and. When I was in school, I had somebody um, read my script who Mm -hmm. was, first of all, now I'm looking at it like she's a fucking loser. (laughs) Um, She read my script and like totally like tore it to pieces. Like, and I just was like, fuck. Like, you know. This is not for you. Yeah. And now I'm so much more confident in like that, like knowing like this is not, you know, this is not for everybody. So that's what the real world teaches you. I feel like it's to stand on your own because it's really hard to like stand on your own when you're in school because then you have like sometimes, you know, your professors praising you make you think you're the smartest person and you this and you You'll that see. and you're the next yeah. person. And when you get out in the real world, like a lot of stuff that people don't give a fuck about. No, but you know what? There's some, there's some great news with this. I feel like when you, somebody told me this, that when she was 28, she had the time of her life. And I'm starting to feel that. As you turn 25 and the fucks just start to become like a memory of the past and, Mm -hmm. you know, all the, like, bullshit from like you know the structure of the world starts to become an idea that you don't even know anymore Mm -hmm. things get bigger and better if you look at it on a bright side so like just look at this not being in school as just your future is free it's like you can mold it into whatever you want to mold it into life is not a curriculum if you want to drop the fuck out of whatever idea or Mm -hmm. start something new that's just what you do like that's just what you can do and with that being said, oh, I just wanted to give a quick congratulations to one of our listeners, Jamila. She just finished her first oh, semester yes, of graduate Jamila, school. So shout out shit. to you, girl. Shout out to you. Because yes. that shit was not easy. It's at not the all. fuck easy. And I always I'm like, now I'm over it thinking about grad school, but like I really was thinking about it. I'm like, Damn. I know. She got me to thinking again, but I don't know when I would be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Because no, I would be giving a half ass job right about now. Real shit. I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. I was gonna say something like decent, but I Oh fuck, I'm sorry. No, sorry. She deserved a shout out. Yeah. But yeah, just like, oh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, my therapist taught me that like, because I was so used to having a structure like, this is your work schedule. This is your school schedule. This is this, that, and the third. And my therapist was like, wake up, like make a schedule for yourself. And I was so scared to do that because I'm like, it's stupid. It doesn't matter. And it's like, why doesn't it matter? Like, Mm -hmm. it should matter. This is something that's making, like, What I do for myself is the most important thing I could do for anybody else. Treat your body like it belongs to somebody you love. Treat your mind like it belongs to somebody you love, too. And I felt, I struggled with, like, nobody's validating, nobody's grading my performance. So, and in the real world, nobody's going to really grade your performance. Exactly, exactly. And the grade is going to come in when you get that opportunity that you worked silently for exactly. on your own. Exactly. It's just how that's just a hard fucking knock life. But. Yep. And, and another thing to remember is like 
their time is not your time. No. And that's something that I constantly have to remind myself. All the time, man. That shit, trust me, it don't go away. Don't. But you do get better at realizing that it's just not my time. This yeah, because, like, so. when we graduated, like, we weren't doing this. We weren't doing... And we yeah. could be hard on ourselves and be like, well, we should have been. But now is no, the perfect time. Now it's perfect. I never it's, felt better now, about it. Yeah, exactly. Never felt better about it. This, it wasn't. It couldn't have worked before. Nope. Like, we know so much more. We came into this with a plan. And, and we got better attitudes as well. Absolutely. So that's it for this week's episode. You know, uh, that was a great one. This was a great episode. I loved it. Sorry. Exactly. So, so got, Leo of me to, to say. And we got to like go off because Aaron not in the room. I know. We got to go over time because he downstairs <laughs> boo loved it. <laughs> oh, there you oh, go. Oh, shit. He's the same man. All right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Um, follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Iman Mate and Sabria. Um, and my Twitter is FrankenFem underscore, and my Instagram is it's FrankenFem. <laughs> Jordan is mimicking oh, Jordan, me. You want, Jordan, do you want to plug? You want to, you want to plug your Instagram? <laughs> yeah, okay. follow Jordan at just underscore Jordan. Jordan with a Y. Yeah, Jordan with a Y. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's about <laughs> it. What, Eric, you want to plug too? You looking at us? No, like, this oh. nigga don't got no fucking social media. It's like, at, I, wanted to, I wanted to give him a shout out. Like, I love Eric, but I'm like, first of all, he don't like confidence and he don't have social media. So yeah. I'll just keep that He's to a, myself. It's a robot. <laughs> but, uh, join us for next week's show. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.